Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Seaspire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 268, and today we'll be discussing Cartoon Network and HBO Max. I'm GC13. And I'm David. I mean, right now, I know so little and I fear so, so much. The release of HBO Max is imminent because it's happening in just a few months, but we really don't have any trailers or anything yet, just a bunch of titles of shows and, you know, of course, a poster for Adventure Time Distant Lands. But all the other content that's coming is something you can piece together through a few news articles. But I'm guessing that AT&T's big reveal or Time Warner's big reveal of all this stuff is mostly going to happen after the holiday season. I don't know why they prepped everybody with some information before the holidays, except that Apple TV Plus just released on November 1st. So I think they're trying to be as newsworthy, but they have a lot of shows and it really affects the future of Cartoon Network. And I guess that's kind of what we want to look at today is what is happening to Cartoon Network after this big streaming shift? Yeah, again, they're they're getting two of Cartoon Network's shows, Tig and Seek. And is that the Fungies or the Fungies? How, do, how, how have they been pronouncing? That? I want to say Fungies. But for all we know, it could be pronounced fun guys because they're fun guys. Yeah, I was going to say they look like a lot of fun guys. Both of those shows uh, are curious creations because they're actually headed exclusively to HBO Max, despite the fact that they are produced by Cartoon Network Studios. So it appears they won't be airing on cable at all. And they're actually both from creators or storyboarders from two shows that didn't quite succeed on Cartoon Network. I think The Fungies is from Clarence, and Tig and Seek features a story or is being created by a storyboarder from Uncle Grandpa Legacy. So that's kind of interesting that both of those shows actually managed to produce some successful people. I actually liked, well, I did like Clarence. I don't know if I liked Uncle Grandpa, but the crossover episode with Steven Universe was fine. I liked Uncle Grandpa. It was cute. But I mean, I guess if I'm going to if I'm going to look at the silver lining of this cloud, it's that I will no longer have to hear people complaining. Oh, why would you ever shop your show idea to Cartoon Network? They're just going to neglect it and, you know, cancel it before it's time. It's like, well, now it's in HBO's hands. So (laughs) and I think with the example of the Fungies and Tig and Seek, these are projects that are might exist because of this streaming platform. So. They might be able to give opportunities to shows that might not have existed before. And also from a consumer's perspective, before the lowest barrier to entry to seeing a full library of Cartoon Network or Cartoon Network and Adult Swim shows was having at least a like live subscription to something like Sling for like $20 a month. 25. Oh, it's 25 now? Yeah. This will only be 15 so $10 cheaper than that, and it applies to people who already have HBO or HBO Go, or there's like three different names for how you can have HBO streaming right now. Go and now, I think. But at at $15, I will give them this. It's better than I was afraid it was going to be. I was afraid it was going to be $20 plus. At $15, as long as they can keep it down that low, and I do have my suspicions about how long it'll stay $15, it's a fairly decent deal i want to say hopefully they also get the right kind of feedback from fan viewership now because before where they based things partially on nelson ratings and partially on 
the cornucopia of other <laughs> pieces of data that they could understand who's viewing and how many people are viewing. Consolidating them into this app might help shows also live when they understand their viewers better because the data's right there. I am concerned about accessibility of shows when, like, will the fungies always be? Fungies always be on the app? Will it disappear sometimes? Will they ever offer it on other stores to purchase? Cartoon Network already kind of stopped doing Blu-rays. For some reason, they kept up DVD releases. Lord knows who's buying those in 2019. But, you know, they've also maintained you can buy Steven Universe and Adventure Time on iTunes right now. Will I be able to buy Tig and Seek on iTunes after it's an HBO Max exclusive? It's uncertain. I'm really hoping that Adventure Time Distant Lands comes out on somewhere like Amazon for a separate purchase. Obviously, it'll never be available for streaming on Prime. That show, they kind of dropped the ball on, too, where they produced, what, Blu-rays for the first five seasons? It was more than that, I thought. I think they they started just doing DVDs after season five or maybe season six, such that the they final episodes are point. only on DVD. And so then these specials are probably also faded to... In, in my estimation, probably never get a physical release. Uh, the, again, another another silver lining to this cloud is that now once the Hulu contract expires and HBO Max is the only place to get all of your back catalog of Steven Universe in the future, people will no longer be asking, hey, I've seen the first four seasons of Steven Universe on Hulu. Now we're season five. We won't have silly questions like that anymore. And we probably also know why Hulu never got season five. Right. The, finally, the libraries will be complete for these shows. And even more hopefully, wouldn't it be great if the episode airing orders were finally right because they were tightly controlled by the company Ugh. producing the episodes? Like, what if a That's show creator... That's not going to happen. <laughs> like, like, what if ENJQ's tweet about the airing order for season one of Steven Universe actually became what the airing order was for season one of steven universe on hbo max that would make me have to actually do a like corporate worship tweet on twitter and actually say hey nice job for finally getting the airing order right hold on let me let me look something up so i can complain about it properly let me read to you the order of uh, what we know as the end of season one for steven universe on amazon this is this is going to be in season two for them uh, we have Rosa Scabbard in The Message, followed by The Return and Jailbreak, followed by Full Disclosure and then Political Power. Political Power is always put outside of season one's finale on so many streaming platforms. It's so wrong. In case you're not a perfectly diehard Steven Universe fan like ourselves, although you should be because this was a Steven Universe podcast up until the intro of this episode. Yeah, we played fast and loose for a long time. Let's be fair. That episode is about Steven helping prepare the city along with Mayor Dewey for an evacuation. So yeah, what happened in the return <laughs> and jailbreak? And, yeah. oh, by the way, and if, if even if you know, even if you've looked up the correct order, you still have to fast forward full disclosure, which shows you the end of jailbreak, basically. <laughs> so you have to fast forward through that. Don't look at the screen while you're going to see it because the episodes are paired up. You can't just watch just political power. So maybe HBO Max is a chance, a chance for someone to get the airing order right. They've messed it up everywhere else. I have no confidence that HBO Max is going to finally get it right. 
So obviously that's the most important thing on our wish list. Um, but the second thing, the the show I'm most interested in that's coming is actually one that's produced by J.G. Quintel, who is the creator of Regular Show. He had a cartoon that I actually don't know the year that it was initially announced. I think that the project was actually talked about shortly after or even during the ending of Regular Show. But it's called Close Enough, and its art style is the exact same as Regular Show. It looks basically just like a human sitcom version of the animal-slash-human sitcom that Regular Show was. And it was supposed to start airing on TBS like two years ago. And then I'm sure in AT&T land, they already knew that HBO Max was probably going to be a thing. So they've shifted it. I loved watching regular show. And honestly, I'm okay with that template just carrying on and just having a little more adult freedom because it's supposed to be like an adult swim type audience for the show. We literally don't know any other details about it, though. But I just want to see more regular show type humor. That's really it. Yeah, I, I I do worry about the fate of the network itself. Now that they have this streaming platform that's going to be their big money generator, I'm not sure how much incentive they have to run the network correctly, get their schedule in order. I mean, are, are we going to be talking about, oh yeah, that, that episode got 200,000 viewers. That's pretty good for Cartoon Network in 2023. They are leaving behind. So like they've announced this giant list of shows, Both Steven Universe Future and Rick and Morty are not on anyone's list of exclusives for HBO Max. So there is still, in the near future, some importance still being placed on regular airings of episodes on cable. I don't know if that announcement could change, but it seems for now that it's likely that both of those are going to be on cable but I feel like that might be one one of the last important things that airs on Cartoon Network. Uh, Steven Universe is probably the most major plot-wise show that's happening on Cartoon Network right now. And this is probably one of their most major events. I don't think another show that's currently on Cartoon Network is going to have as big of a moment as Steven Universe Future. And I don't know if another major cartoon... I mean, do we think even new cartoons will stop being introduced on Cartoon Network based on the fact that the new ones are airing here that that would be that would be just awful again that's that's what i mean are they going to kill the network i'm hoping they continue to keep the network up do do all that fun stuff with it but for steven universe future that's another one that i'm worried that they'll be like eh network's not doing too great anyway might as well use steven universe future to boost some subscriptions yeah it, i feel like that's something they should have announced now though but maybe everyone wasn't aligned on it yet We also don't really have any promise as to when Steven Universe Future is supposed to be out. Although, I'd assume because the intro is done that maybe some episodes are done too. (laughs) there There was a tweet from Owen, the creator of Infinity Train, pointing out that Infinity Train is going to be one of the shows on HBO Max. Um, You can also see right by it that Summer Camp Island is going to be on HBO Max as well. And people are taking this to mean, oh, Summer Camp Island is HBO Max exclusive. And you just got to kind of back up a little bit. I, I do not know the context that that image was, you know, used in in that presentation. But like the, the tweet itself doesn't say anything about Infinity Train being exclusive. And I'm really, again, I don't want them to have any exclusives. I'm going to be able to watch whatever I want, wherever I want to. I'm, <laughs> not, in a, I'm not an exclusive kind of guy. Well, the discussion blew up so much online that I actually was led to believe that Infinity Train was going to be exclusive for its future stories or seasons. So 
that's interesting that you've corrected that because I even thought that based on just how many people repeated it online. See again, literally, literally all Owen posted was HBO Max is going to have Infinity Train. See, it's right there. There it is. And then he circled it. This is Infinity Train. Yeah, I mean, that's probably as much of a promotion as I think this past weekend, Infinity Train was free on the app. And he was just talking about that, too. He just wants people to go watch the show where it is. I don't think he was highlighting any kind of exclusivity future. But again, I actually, when when I was saying what other show is there besides Steven Universe, Infinity Train is kind of another major show that would help them strengthen their streaming platform as much as it would help them strengthen their cable network. So I do wonder what, if they made it HBO Max exclusive, that's just another reason to come view cartoons there. Yeah, Infinity Train is one of those shows that I think makes a lot of sense to dump onto a streaming platform because it's a big draw. And it's one of those things where, you know, they did the they did the whole week where they did the 10 episodes. In, and it's it's the kind of thing that really is binge watchable. Like you, you want to see this whole self-contained story right now, whereas something like Steven Universe takes a lot longer to, to work through. You need more time to breathe on that one. The only difference I'd say with how Infinity Train came out with its season one, though, is that streaming platforms, correct me if I'm unaware of one, but there hasn't really been a like week long event that a streaming platform has done where like an episode is released per night. Not one that I know of, which is kind of how you get discussion happening for a little bit longer. I mean, granted, when something like um, Stranger Things drops on netflix the discussion lasts longer than just the day it drops but for something smaller like a cartoon network original i'd fear that if you just drop infinity train one friday or whatever its discussion may not be as big like it may need a more staggered release but at the same time i can't imagine 10 episodes of infinity train airing over 10 weeks because that seems like too long at least for like how the first season aired i wouldn't have wanted to wait that long between episodes because some of them had a very casual tone that didn't leave you waiting oh good grief make me wait a week after atticus dies to find out that he'll get better (laughs) oh right and you don't want to be held on the really suspenseful moments yeah there's uh there's pluses and minuses there so i guess with hbo max i'll be happy if they can keep the price down at 15 dollars. i'll be happy if they keep premiering new stuff on Cartoon Network and just make it so that HBO Max is where you have to go if you want to watch it on demand. And I'll be happy if I can actually buy the stuff and pay for it without having to have the subscription on other places like my iTunes and my Amazons. One other positive note, besides them meeting that wish list, is that this does appear to be a platform where cartoons are going to flourish. Besides the shows we've announced, there's also like two other compilation shows that sort of bring together the Hanna-Barbera characters and older, what was it? Oh, yeah, that Jellystone show. Yeah, there's like a Flintstones uh, other combination show. But hmm. they're they're doing a lot for um, bringing back a bunch of their old properties. And they're even doing maybe horrifyingly, hopefully not, a live action slash cartoon show tuned out that... Reminded me a lot of that old Cartoon Network show out of Jimmy's head. At least I think it was on Cartoon yeah. Network where that kid had a brain from an animator. But that show wasn't very good, <laughs> I think, if my memory serves me right. But um, this one is going to in part be produced by someone who either made or worked on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But the point of mentioning that is that they're just 
throwing a lot of things that have to do with cartoons into their HBO Max original list. And when you actually look through it, at least when I was looking through a list, it felt like half of the content was just cartoons, just animation, which is pretty special compared to other platforms. Like you look at Netflix originals, and they have started producing more cartoons, but it's been mainly focused on live action shows. That could be a place where HBO Max differentiates itself because of its ownership of Cartoon Network Studios and Adult Swim Studio. So again, I'm I'm just hoping that they don't sideline the network. I'm hoping, ugh, I just hope, I, ho- I have to hope so much. We can only hopeful along with Opal for a better HBO Max. Hashtag Opal for Steven Universe Future. Anyway, guys, that's been us trying to make sense of this HBO Max and Cartoon Network entanglement. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to give the podcast a like on YouTube or a review on Apple Podcasts. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.